0: Hello there, seller friends. I am so excited to introduce you to our guests today. Beth and Jarrett Vaucher are here to join me for this episode. And you may have seen me raving about this power duo on social media, but if you don't follow them, Beth is a TPT seller and her husband, Jarrett is a data analysis wizard. And with their powers combined, they have created Your Data Playbook, which is a membership for TPT sellers that basically hands you your data on a silver platter and tells you what to do with it. (laughs) And I'm only kind of being dramatic when I say that. It's almost that good. So anyways, I'm just really glad to have Beth and Jared on the show today because I have had Your Data Playbook for months now, and it has changed the way that I run my business. And in fact, all of Team SOS have your data playbook. So if that's any indication of how much we believe in it, there you go. Beth and Jarrett are getting ready to actually open up their membership for new members on the exact same day that this episode is going to air. So if you want to hear more about our experience with your data playbook and how to get more information to sign up, then you can go to schoolofsellers.com slash YDP schoolofsellers.com slash YDP. Well, I am so excited today to welcome Beth and Jarrett Boucher to the show. Beth and Jarrett are a power couple times a hundred, and I'll let them introduce themselves here in a moment, but I am really excited to have them on the show today because they have recently helped me a lot with my own business. So I know they have a ton of good stuff to share with you guys today. So why don't you guys just kind of give us some background like Beth, how you got started on TBT, um, how Jarrett became involved and just what you guys are up to now.
1: All right. Well, welcome. We are, I mean, we're not, well, we are so welcome to be here. We're so excited to be on the show. I'm Beth and I started TBT about six years ago. Um, When I was pregnant with our oldest daughter, Isabella, I knew I was going to stay home from teaching and it kind of just started as a hobby of, you know, a few teachers encouraged me with stuff I had made. They're like, oh, you should sell on TPT. So it was kind of a no brainer because I was going to stay home anyways and liked creating. And then I started thinking about my needs as a teacher at the time, you know, when I first started teaching, I was in Chicago and had a lot of ELL students and really did not have any support from the school of What to do for them, um, especially the newcomer students who didn't speak any English. And I was a homeroom teacher, had no resources to help those students. (laughs) And I thought, you know what? There has to be other teachers like me that are receiving newcomers in their mainstream classroom and really have no idea what to do and want to do something. So that's kind of where my niche started off, was really realizing this need of supporting ELL newcomers and creating resources for them. And since we lived abroad in Panama, And I have a minor in Spanish, but took years of it and never really could speak it. So I knew the frustration of learning a language and how hard it is and then living abroad and feeling the frustration of being a second language learner and the embarrassment that comes with it. So all of these things kind of mesh together. And then, you know, this is really where my passion formed was creating resources for ELL students And so Jarrett was super supportive. And even when just at the beginning, like he could see, I really had that creative outlet and was able to still stay with education and, you know, into what was happening, um, but be at home and be with our daughter. And so he was super supportive. And then he started getting involved and saying like, oh, this is actually, you know, this could really become a business and like, let's try this and this. So I had no business background. I had no idea what I was doing. All I wanted to do was create resources. And so that's kind of where he came into the story
2: <laughs> creating right she she loves it. <laughs> she's really good at it, right? And so I have a business background. so i'm a, a business guy with a strategy and data background worked Work at the the regional airline in Panama, so it's one of the leading airlines in in all of Latin America. And so my job actually was using the data that we had. And again in a service industry, data is is key, right? So mm-hmm. we flew to over eighty countries and basically, how do you figure out? How, You have to figure out where to optimize your network. And so you need data for that. So I was in charge of managing the commercial analytics team. And my job was to make sure that butts were in planes, right? you got to fill (laughs) up the planes before they take off because that's how you make money. <laughs> so again, my background is in data, and so as I started to look at Beth and her creative process and how she was creating products, and starting to say, "Oh, hey, this product is starting to get traction," and starting to look on TPTs, hey, this this definitely is getting this has potential. I started to get more intrigued about what she was doing. Obviously, very supportive and giving her tips, and if she asked for feedback, and but yeah, you're letting her you know drive the ship, right? So and then just as I started to see how she was developing her business, I was like, well, just started asking some simple questions. Like, well, why are you still creating this product? If this right here sold, you know, 30 units last week and you made a thousand dollars, like, why aren't you trying to do this? She's like, oh, I didn't know that. Right. So just simple, (laughs) like questions like that, just just about visibility of like how she was running her business. And the fact that it just made me start to get involved more and try to help like hey this is there's potential here you you just created 15 products last week but but you didn't do anything to actually figure out how to sell more of the product that you already have mm-hmm. right so it's those types of conversations that really helped me gravitate towards her even more and say hey babe like i i think you're, you're doing a great job and you obviously have a market here there's demand but how can we How can we do this better and so that you're not just on a hamster wheel of creating products, even though you love it, right? (laughs) But and again, not (laughs) against product creation, but how do we actually sell more of what you already have available in the market? Right. So that was really like the genesis of how I started getting more involved and looking at her data and understanding what was actually working and what wasn't working. So that's so that's how I started like, you know, being the being her sidekick, right? You know, the data guy. (laughs)
0: I, I love that because my husband and I are also a TPT duo right now. His main job is taking care of our kids, but then when they go back to school, back to <laughs> running the business together. So I totally can relate to those dynamics, you know, and so I, and I also can obviously relate to Beth loving product creation because one of the, I mean, the biggest thing that I've taken from the stuff that you guys have helped me with already, and we'll get to that in a moment is just, yes, how important it is to like focus on what you already have. I think there's, I think it's the creative spirit inside of us that we think we always have to be like creating new stuff, but you're right. There's so much power in the untapped resources that are already in our store. And mm-hmm. so I came across you guys kind of multiple pathways. I feel like, cause I saw you present your data session at the conference. Was that just last, last year? Not this most yeah, 2020, recent last year. Yep. And so, and then you guys have been marketing your data playbook membership, which I want you to share about, and it has just like transformed my business in the way that I am able to focus now on what I already have in my store, and I don't feel that pressure now to always be churning out brand new products all the time. So,
2: hallelujah! That's that's, it. I love I love hearing that. Right? Again, I know. Again, you guys. Again, teacherpreneurs, teacher sellers. I think as I work more and more with you and obviously with Beth, but then just you guys are amazing, right? And so the fact that if we can add value and it takes some stress off your plate and make you more effective, like then I celebrate that. Like that, that's a win for sure. And obviously we're still getting started, mm-hmm. but that right there is what we're doing, what we're doing, right? We want to make you guys more effective and get better return on the time that you're investing. Cause we know you're juggling so many things and so many else, right? right. Uh, everybody's in the same right. boat and a lot of things. So yeah, that's, that's like the heart of why, what we're doing. And we'll get to that in a second. I know. <laughs> but uh, I, just, I got excited hearing that because that's that's the motive behind uh, what we why we started.
0: Well, and I, I think like, and I think I speak for many sellers when I say that like, we've always known that data is important. And, you know, we've talked mm-hmm. about data-informed decisions and everything like that. But the way that you guys present it and deliver it makes it actionable. Like you don't just tell us what the deal is but you tell us how to solve it and like what you what to do next. So, I think we just need to dive into all of these questions about data because I'm really excited for you guys to be able to share your data playbook membership. Why don't you guys just give a little like synopsis of the membership itself so people know what we're referring to as we yeah. kind of mention it throughout our conversation because we will take a deep dive into like the data side, not just the membership, but I'm just I'm going to keep talking about it because I love it so much. So, you might as well just give a little little teaser about it and what you guys do for sellers
2: so the reality is is like what you said like you just said it aaron so many sellers know that data is important and especially being a digital business digital what's behind digital right data is behind digital digital is or data is fueling the digital economy and it will continue to do so that's not going to change because things are getting more even more digital right, right. saw last year. the transformation just accelerated so I have a heart for data. I've always liked data and, and 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 data and business. And then seeing you guys, like, hey, there's a lot of opportunity to unlock value for you guys, the teacher teacher seller community and teacher businesses. But there's a lot of hurdles. And I, and again, you, I've heard you also refer to you know accidental entrepreneurs. And it's true, that a lot of you are you have education background, but you guys are are so great at being entrepreneurs. So how can I come around? You guys and say, hey, this is the skill set that I have to add value to the community. So reality, Beth and I, just working with her, it's like, there's a lot of barriers. One of them is just access. How do you actually get the data, right? And then it, it, it can be manual, downloading it and transforming it. What? How do you put it into a format that actually Is usable, right? And then, okay, then when I actually download it, what do I do with it? So we try to eliminate those those barriers, right? So what we're doing in Your Data Playbook is essentially combining automation. So we do the heavy lifting for you, make your data into a consumable format that you can actually understand. And then we deliver it to you and give you actionable insights of how to take action. Because I think a lot of the biggest... The biggest gap that I see most frequently is I can get the data, but I don't know what to do with it. So how do, I, how do I transform it and how do I interpret it into something that's actionable? And so that's really what we're about. So it's a combining automation with visual analytics, visual analytics, just how your brain works, right? Like, the science behind mm-hmm. how we process information visually way faster mm-hmm. so if you create data and make it a visual format it's going to be way easier to understand and interpret and then you know then the coaching and enablement side we know that that data literacy is a journey right it's just like learning how to read like it takes time it's not yeah. th- and so developing that mindset of becoming data driven takes time so it's really those three components combining automation visual analytics and coaching and enablement really combined into one membership. Saying, "Here's the offer," knowing that this is how we can provide value based out of my passion. First to support Beth and say, "You guys also probably have the same problem. How can we help you do the same thing?" And and so that's that's what we're we're, we're doing. We're still early on in our journey, but that's where we're at.
0: That's awesome. Well. I think you hit the nail on the head about just data being confusing to most people and like knowing that it's important, obviously, but knowing what to do with it. And I love the way that you guys send these reports because I all of a sudden have information in my inbox saying, here's what's going on with this product. In order to try to improve it, here's what you should do. And it's just been such a lifesaver. So. What are, like, if you had to pick some must-dos in terms of TBT statistics, what what do you guys view as, like, the most
2: important
0: data that we get from our dashboard or statistics on TBT?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I think... Mm -hmm. The most important obviously is your earnings, right? So you want to know you're all in it to make, again, there's passion projects and side hustle, but at the end of the day, if you're on TPD and you're, and you're trying to get serious about it, at the end of the day, it's your earnings, like simple. And how are your earnings? Like it's basically the formula is hey, I have my product price versus the number of or times, the number of products I've sold, which gives you your earnings. So just looking at your earnings and then saying, okay, this earning is up or is this down? But what's behind those earnings, right? So how actually how what are the drivers of actually producing my, my sales? Is it traffic based or is it conversion or is it both? Right. So really understanding. Again, it's simple like that, but it has to. You have to really, at the simplest form, of saying, okay, start with looking at your earnings. Hey, was my were my earnings up this versus this period versus last period or not? And if they weren't, why not? Was it traffic related? Did this product have more traffic or did it not? Or did it, or did it have less? Okay, if it had less, why? Right. Mm-hmm. So let it, going through a decision tree. Okay, if it had less traffic, oh, because I promoted it last year on Facebook and Pinterest. Oh, I didn't do that this year. So look at the drop in my in, in my traffic. Okay or maybe it's like specific to price. Maybe you raise the price and you see a huge drop in your conversion and you're, and as a result, your earnings, you sold less units, right? So it all mm-hmm. really comes back. I would say it's the simplest form in, in earnings, but it's how you look at earnings. And then you say, what supports those earnings, mm-hmm. right? So how do I get to those earnings? In reality, it's simple. Just number of units sold times the price that they were purchased mm-hmm. at, and then backing out of that and saying how did okay what drove those purchases and those units to be sold and and what did people pay for those units to be when they bought them okay and so that's really really at the simplest form it's that equation earnings e- is equal to number of units sold times the price that was paid so if you just start there and again it sounds simple but think just ask yourself what's behind those earnings that's what i would say
0: Well, I, I think that's so important because I feel like a lot of us just kind of stop there and don't know where to look beyond that. Mm -hmm. So I like the fact that you used the decision tree in explaining, because that's kind of how I think about it. Like, you know, we see at the very top of things, like what's doing well and what's not, but then it's like, you almost have to like sort through then like the different layers to get to the bottom of like, what's actually going on. Mm -hmm. And in my head, it's like, first, you know, think about the number of views a product is getting, you know, and then based on if it's doing well or not view wise, then you look at other factors. So it is, that's almost like a choose your own adventure, like (laughs) you know, (laughs) trying to sift through all of the results to see what is going on. So Mm -hmm. do you think like, I always, whenever you guys send your data and all of the information that I use to optimize my products. It's almost like I feel like I'm performing like first aid on my products in a way. And I feel like there are the same scenarios happening again and again in my store, which are great because I am I feel like the, the more it happens, the more I learn about my products. But what are some like common situations you see happening with product statistics, and then some easy like band-aid fixes we can give to those products for people listening who might be like, oh my gosh, this is data is overwhelming like what what could i what little things could i do
2: yeah i I think part of too like why how we've created the visual analytics and how we deliver them is because it is overwhelming and so we really Mm -hmm. thought through like the design behind how everything's structured because the way you get it you get such a massive data in in you know the the tpt download tpt gives a ton of data and that's just and you can't see everything in one view, right? So if you actually can see one variable and look how it, how it relates to the other, then you get the full picture to actually understand the pulse of how your business is working. So I think with that context, the best thing you can, so Band-Aids, for example, if you're getting, like if you have a, a, a high traffic product, Right, mm-hmm. but that has really low conversion. Right, yes. that's a great place to start because that's a missed mm-hmm. opportunity. Why you have such? A, let's say it's a five dollar product, right? And you're and it's it's getting the most daily views out of anything in your entire portfolio, yet it has a, a per, you know a conversion of less than the average. Or the average, as we've studied, is is about six percent. So right. So again, if let's say it's a below average conversion rate, you're gonna say why is that and and dig in to see. Okay, this is. I'm missing opportunity here, and mm-hmm. but this gets a lot of traffic. Why doesn't it convert? Mm-hmm. So that high volume but low converting, right? I think is so. Let's say anything under at that price point. Let's say anything under four percent, three percent. Like you want to start looking and understanding at five dollars, it should definitely be up between at least between five and six percent conversion rate right? mm-hmm. or or higher, right? So. I would think very simple. high. I mean, again, it's not rocket science, right? It's mm-hmm. just how you approach it. It's like, okay, right. so that's one example. I think then you also have to look at, okay, if I'm getting, if I've seen a lot, well, this is product stats. You have to look at and say, okay, I'm getting a lot of people that are viewing my products, but I'm not getting a lot of people to actually go and see my preview, right? So the the preview is the most, and and besides price, TBD has said it's 62%, 62% uh, of purchasers when they've done their their user research say that the preview is the most impactful Conversion, right? So how are you, how are you thinking about your thumbnails? Are your thumbnails leading in to the preview so that people understand that, hey, you want people to click your preview because statistically speaking, that's going to be your your biggest helper, not your your description helps, right? It's secondary, but ultimately what they see showcase. So you got to tell them and show them in your preview to say, hey, this is what this product's about. If you get them there, the probability goes way up that they're going to purchase. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, that's a good point. And it's kind of like, it's almost like just getting them to that finish line. Like once they see your product, wherever their first exposure is like, how do you get them to the very end? And it's kind of cool to put yourself in their shoes and think about what they're seeing at different times and what's influencing their decisions. So I think something like a thumbnail update is so doable. It's something Mm -hmm. that can be done in less than half an hour, you know, if you really put your mind to it and it could have the biggest impact. And to be totally honest, that was really not on my radar a year or two ago when it came to running my store. So again, just another vote for data. I wouldn't be thinking about any of these things. And I also wanted to point out too, that it's really helpful to have go-to tasks like that. Like, Mm -hmm. If this is low, then do this. Because if you are also a seller in a situation where you are hiring VAs and having other people work on your business, those end up being really good tasks to then hand off to other people as well. I've kind of been like stockpiling my own list of things. Once we get VA access on TBT, that's a whole other (laughs) conversation. I I will just be like funneling the your data playbook information directly to them because it's it's all doable and I love it. So
2: the uh, I think the other just think of another one Aaron is also high converting products, right? So high yes. converting, and so ask yourself if you're leaving money. So anything over eight percent, you know, anything above eight percent is that's a high. And I think people in the community don't like to play with pricing optimization, right? But having visibility in your data, actually, you can say anything over eight percent is like, hey, are you underpriced? Are you really are you adequately valuing your product? You know, maybe you're leaving mm-hmm. money on the table. If you if you shift a product a couple of dollars, hey, that's an incremental couple dollars every sale. And if you sell, Hey, a thousand of those in a year, that's a couple thousand dollars just by making a, just by making a couple shifts. And, you know, literally that's the quickest money you can make. If you go in and edit your product, living your product listing, Hey, change a product from $10 to $12. And all of a sudden, Hey, and it doesn't impact, let's say that product is running at 12, 13% and now it's nine, 10%. That's still a tremendous conversion rate. And your, and your incremental revenue goes up. So that's a really quick change as well. And you can actually monitor that in, in your data and see, Hey, I've changed it this date. Let's go mm-hmm. look at the conversion rate and see if volume of units and my conversion rate. How do it, what does it look like? Right. And did, was that a helpful change or not? Right. So that those are simple wins like that don't take a lot of effort mm-hmm. at all. Really.
0: How long would you say is a good window of time? Like once you make an adjustment like that, how long would you give it? Safely to really be able to tell if it's effective or not.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. So, and it and it, it leads a lot to the understanding in the in the community, but it's really not a function of time, right? It's more of a function of page views. It's really a matter you want traffic to that particular product because right. it's all about gathering data points to and to, me, to be able to make it statistically significant. As a, hey, this change? I did this change. You know, it's it's essentially putting on that you know smart or. Hypothesis testing around that crazy scientist. Hey, I'm gonna. I have a hypothesis. I think I can sell X more, right, if I change this price. Then, so the reality is, is to go back. As I got ahead of myself, let me back up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is, is it's more like if you, let's say uh, three to 500 page views, you know, in a period of like, so let's say that's a good place where you can start to really see it becomes statistically significant. And we're actually creating templates, like, you know, like almost like a mortgage calculator in the mm-hmm. in the community, in the membership, or you can go in now and plug that in using the data that we provide you. So that's something that we're working on in a roadmap because it is a very common question. It's like, okay, I have this other visibility, but I just, I don't want to actually have to think and do the math. I just want to <laughs> plug it in and get, and get the right. output. But it's not more it's not a function of time, it's more a function of of traffic and actually getting the amount of traffic necessary to see if it's statistically significant. And when I say statistically significant, it really is all I'm saying is it's not a matter of chance that it went up or down, right? It actually right. the action that you took influenced the outcome. That's right. really what we're talking about.
0: So to go back to so you guys, did you say you currently have a tool where you can like okay. do a hypothetical pricing situations?
2: So we have one post change, but we're working on right now in part, we have, a, you know, like kind of like you and your templates, but we're actually mm-hmm. doing, or like, Hey, here's different scenarios for data. Yeah. You can plug them in here with the tools yes. that we provide. So it's just like that's a awesome. support or supplement. So that's <laughs> what we're working on based off, again, off feedback that we received and just again, continuing to innovate and iterate on the product and make it more effective for you guys. Again, trying to make it easier and more valuable <laughs> so that you can be more effective.
0: That's such a cool tool because I think teachers, we tend to like lead businesses with our hearts sometimes and we shouldn't. And so we feel bad raising prices. And I think that's one of our biggest, like uh, not weak, not weaknesses, but we definitely tend to like undervalue everything. So to have something that could black and white say like you should do this and raise it by this much or here's what would happen, maybe would happen. I love that, that ability to adjust prices without the... All the It's coming.
2: Out. It's we we're, we're literally, we're, we're, we're working on it this last week and this week having, you know, so it's it's in the pipeline. Yeah. It's
1: so awesome. And it's nice because it's for our marketplace because I think a lot of us get a lot of business advice from other people in different industries and then we try to mm-hmm. apply it to ours and it's a very different marketplace. So it's nice to have mm-hmm. these tools that are with just the TPT data and looking and focusing on that and giving us that mm-hmm.
0: guidance based
1: upon. Totally.
0: Happened. Well, even, I mean, even just the conversion rate alone, I know there are going to be so many listeners who are like, thank you for telling me what, you know, the, the mm. TPT conversion rate is because the industries are all over the place when you yes. get the average. So it helps to have, like you said, TPT specific information, because we definitely don't get that enough. So mm-hmm. um, I know so many sellers are going to be so grateful for you guys and your data playbook membership. So <laughs> if people are listening mm-hmm. and want to learn more about your data playbook, we actually have a School of Sellers landing page set up to share information about data and this episode. But beyond that, which I will share in the show notes, where can they find you guys online in terms of, do you have a Facebook group or um, just the best way of contact website to find out more about what you guys have to offer?
2: Yeah, you can just go to dataplaybook.com and just it has the, the sales page, what we're offering. And then there's an open Facebook group. We have a private Facebook group for the membership, but then we also have an open one called Data Driven Teacherpreneurs. So you go on that and just and so you can also put any questions there or we have a contact us at the bottom of the website as well. Uh, Your Data Playbook and you can shoot us a shoot us a message and we'll try to get back to you as Soon as possible, but you know how that goes balancing everything. But we're <laughs> oh, we're yes, growth pains, right? Yeah,
0: and I know you guys haven't shared an exact date, but a little birdie told me that you might be opening the membership again sometime in the fall.
2: Yeah, we're look. we're targeting the middle of September, probably between the 13th and the 15th, right? Is what we're looking at right now, just trying to finalize some details, but yeah, most likely. No, it will happen. It's just, we don't have the exact
0: date. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. By the time this episode airs, it'll be all available on your website so they can go and check out all yep. the, yeah. the details.
1: Well, I want to share if you are listening right now and you are like, data is way overwhelming. Like, no, thank <laughs> you. I relate to you. I am not a data person and like Excel sheets were probably our biggest fights because I was like, I don't want to look at Excel sheets. (laughs) Visually, they're just really terrible. I can't even interpret what you're telling me to do. (laughs) So if you are feeling that, we have really worked on, we have talked a lot and now Jared's getting even more feedback from those in the membership of how to make it really practical, tangible steps to take. I mean, it's honestly freeing to know, like, here are the products I need to focus on. And here's five tasks that I need to do, like update the cover or, you know, really simple, tangible tasks. And like Aaron's saying, that can be hired out. I mean, so it's just feels very empowering to become more data-driven and it's a process. And, you know, we're all, we're all making those questions to ask and, and kind of on this journey together to become more data-driven. So it's really fun to be in a community like that. But I just, I know sometimes when I hear the word data, it's like, Oh, I know that I (laughs) should like go that route, but I have no idea. So that is me. So that's Jared and I talk a lot and I kind of make sure like this is in simplest form so that those who, who really have had no experience with data
0: or right. don't have a math background,
2: really are yeah. Really like talk to like,
0: me like I'm five and tell me <laughs> yes. Well, yeah,
2: I and I'm working on will... getting better at that honestly. So it's a learning journey for me how to. Because again, you get you guys have such. Such knowledge and understanding of your business. So, how do I just come and and enhance that? You know, and one of the frameworks that, like she's talking about, is like focus, optimize, drive. I want you to be liberated to be able to mm. focus on your area of genius, but you also yes, have to yes. run your business. So, like, hey, right. these products, these twelve products, made eighty percent of your earnings this year. Yes. Do something to promote those and and grow your bottom or your top line, right? Yeah. So that's what we're passionate about: is like cutting yes. through the noise and and making it easy for you to use yes. and tr- translate it into action. And again we're on a journey just like you guys (laughs) and we'll get better. And we, but we do believe, I believe that data becoming data driven is accessible to anyone. Right. I firmly believe that it's not just for, it's not just for the data geeks like me, right. Or the data nerd, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) But like, yeah, you guys are, you're in it and you know the value of it and we want to help unlock that value for you. So that's what we're doing, we're doing.
0: You guys are awesome at what you do. And you've already been so amazing at taking the feedback from the community and Reworking everything in your data playbook. So, I think that's one of the best qualities of joining is just the level of support that you get. But I just have to say, I love that you said it's empowering, Beth. Like, I that is the best word I can think of to describe how I feel about my business now that I have the data and the guidance for what to do with it. So, I agree for anyone who's like on the fence about data because it's intimidating this is not your average data yeah. situation. Yeah. So that's and if you so- use awesome. that
1: Finishing framework from Aaron, then you have the time to batch and you just batch <laughs> your data day. You know, you just, sure. you just do it all and you spend an hour or two and you really can make huge progress and strides in your business of really small tweaks. So that's, I mean, that's the beauty of it. It's not like this overwhelming adding it onto your plate. It's-
0: Right, it's not something new. And I think that is yeah. like- What everyone is like not wanting right now is just another new thing to add. So yes, that is so true. Well, I thank you guys so much for being on the episode today. I'm actually going to ask you a couple lightning round questions if you're okay with that. Just just for fun. Just for fun. Okay. If you were going on a desert island for a month, okay. What three items would you bring with you to run your business? A computer, obviously.
2: Computer. (laughs) Does the does the is island internet? have internet?
0: Yeah. The island has internet,
1: yeah.
2: Island okay. has internet.
1: Yeah. I would say computer, coffee, and each
2: other. <laughs> Aw. I would say a computer, coffee, and a soccer ball.
0: Okay. I mean,
2: tacos,
0: are or <laughs> tacos or pizza.
2: Tacos or pizza?
1: Pizza. I think pizza is the one of the biggest things I'm that's going, transformed I'm, the world. I, yeah.
2: One tacos. If I had a choice. Good tacos every day, all
1: day. On the desert island. Oh, no. No,
2: no, no, on the desert island. Just a just general, like,
0: tacos are I Panama. mean, <laughs> I'm
1: still dreaming about this this island. I
0: know, right? Maybe that can be another TPT conference destination. Yes, we could. Desert,
1: no, we actually met on a remote island in Panama, but that's for another day. Yeah. <gasps> Anyways, yeah. Seriously.
0: This was meant I to know. be. Okay, <laughs> yeah. last one. I feel strongly about this one. PC or Mac?
1: Mac for me, for sure. Mac.
0: Okay. Mac. Oh yeah. I have a PC. (laughs) Do you do have a PC?
2: Yeah. And I hate it.
0: Yeah. I thought about getting one just to kind of like check to see if things are compatible on both devices, like for TBT products, but
1: um, people will let you know. No,
2: no,
0: (laughs) I'd hate to subject myself to that if I don't have to.
2: Shifting (laughs) to the creative side now, like, you know, the last you know, six to eight months full, like going, working towards that full time. Yeah, Mac Mac just kicks the pants off PC and it comes to like active creative output. And it just, I'm, and now I'm like, man, I need to get it again. So I'll probably have to make that jump eventually.
0: Yeah, it's
2: it's, it's a good wonderful. one. It's it is. Wonderful.
0: Oh my goodness.
2: Never go
0: back. Oh my goodness. What a wealth of information. Thanks again to Beth and Jarrett for their never ending data support and wisdom. You guys are amazing. If you are listening close to the release date of their new member sign up and you want to check out Your Data Playbook, you can go to schoolofsellers.com slash YDP for more information. And even if you miss this window, that link's going to work for you any time of year to get you on the wait list for next time. Because honestly, it's always a good time to get on the Your Data Playbook bandwagon, in my opinion. (laughs) Okay, that's all for this week, my friends. I will see you here again next week, same time, same place.